Hi everybody, Jackie Grant here. So this podcast, and I've just recently recorded a similar one, but this one is for those of you that have not had bariatric surgery and it's all about binge eating, emotional eating. We've all gone through life where we've had so many stressors. Like it starts as a child and it moves into adulthood and life. And, you know, I have yet to meet a person the most relaxed person that has not had a stressor that's been like oh what do I do I'm exhausted from thinking about it from relationship breakups changing jobs moving house life itself being overweight being underweight not knowing what to eat when to eat it and then of course financial worries and stresses now we all manage stress in a different way But for a lot of people, eating seems to be a way of coping with stress. And we've seen it in the movies, you know, the person breaks up with their partner and they're sitting on the bed and they've got a carton of ice cream and they're just hoeing into this ice cream, eating this ice cream, enjoying it. You know, we're stressed, so let's have something to eat or some alcohol or let's get some junk food. Oh my gosh, let's binge out on junk food. So good. And endorphins are released and for a moment we feel good. That stress doesn't matter anymore. Life is good. But long term, we go for those high fats, high sugar foods because they make us feel good. But long term it doesn't solve anything. Long term we've created a habit that when we feel stressed we go and have the high fat, high sugar foods. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with those foods a little bit. A small block of chocolate. It's okay every so often. But where the problem lays with this binge eating and overeating and for some people after that comes purging. So for those that have um, an eating disorder, sometimes they'll overeat on the high fat, high calorie foods. So the sugars with the ice creams and the candies and then there's the pizzas and the fish and chips and the... Then there's the chicken chips, salt and vinegar chips, plain chips, whatever you want, and the candy. And then they eat and then they feel guilty, so they purge, they vomit, they make themselves vomit. And that comes with eating disorders. But, and it is, by the way, an eating disorder. So if you do decide that you've overeaten and then you purge to get rid of that food so you've not got the calorie count there is another problem going on and that's a whole other discussion so we're going to come back to this stress eating so you eat in response or reaction to the stressor that's going on the challenge is that it makes you feel better short term but long term it sets you up to eat even more because you're going to need more of it to feel better So after a while, the small piece of chocolate doesn't make you feel any good. It doesn't do anything. So after a while, you go back and you eat more chocolate and more chocolate. And your habit then when you're stressed is to walk to the pantry, the fridge, the supermarket and eat. Now, when you take eating as a way of dealing with this stress out of the equation and you replace eating with another activity, you will find that the way you deal with stress over time and it takes at least four to six weeks to create this new habit 
is that you will choose to empower yourself with a different action, a different response. So what can you do differently to prevent yourself from overeating to the point where you are not really solving anything except for gaining weight? And then that comes with a whole set of other issues and problems. So what can you do differently? You can go for a walk. So the minute that you're feeling that stress and anxiety coming on and you're worrying about something, walk outside. Walk around the block. If you're a runner, go for a run. Put on some music that is upbeat, that is lively and make yourself dance. (laughs) And it doesn't matter how good a dancer you are, just move your body. Put the music on, get in tune with the music, with the rhythm, with the beat and move your body to it in whatever capacity that you can. Just move your body, just do something and choose an upbeat song because we've all got them. We've got our upbeat feel-good songs and then we've got our mellow songs that want to mellow us out. But initially, maybe if you're just so stressed and so anxious, put on some upbeat music because you want to move your body, you want to change the emotion, you want to change what you're doing. What happens when we're stressed and anxious and, and worried is that we can get fixed in this emotion and if you put on quiet meditation music and you're not used to medita- meditating, you can actually get further lost in your thoughts and then come out of that and go, mm, that didn't really help and you go and eat. So the idea is to change your energy, change your mood and sometimes when you do the upbeat feel good things or put on a comedy watch a comedy and take your mind off the problem relax knowing that the problem or the challenge is still there and you can come back to it at any time you choose it's not going anywhere okay until you've got a solution to it it's not going anywhere so what you do is you shift your energy you shift your mindset you shift your movement about it so that can move your body it can be watching a comedy it can be hanging out with a friend now if you know that doing a meditation and quietening your mind is something that you know you can do then do that put on that meditation music close your eyes and allow those thoughts to drift in and out and coming back to your center to your breath and we're calmer and we're quieter and we're stiller peace I've got this and when you're in that state of feeling good through doing actions other than eating other than drinking alcohol but you feel good and you're calmer then you can reintroduce the challenge that you're facing and you go all right so this is what's going on what can I do about it now And then you plan out some action steps and I encourage you to write them down so that they're real, they're tangible, they're not just still going around in your head. Okay, you know, I know that um, I've, I've got to move out of the house or I've got to do something else or I've got to save some money, you know, because I really want to do something and it's frustrating me so I've got to save some money for that. Well, okay, you don't have the money right now but you can set a plan to save. 
okay you know I can put away $50 and so I can do that so all right well what's the step I can do now I can plan out how much money I've got to save or if it's a relationship that's not going as it should be write out the pros of the relationship write out the cons of the relationship and only have the discussion with the other person when you can be calm okay because nothing comes from anger nothing good comes out of that anger but it's okay to feel angry just watch how you use your anger okay so getting in touch with the emotions that you're dealing with connected to the challenge and then from there what you can do is you can connect with other strategies such as a coaching session or working with a psychologist to have stress management strategies and tools in your belt so in your tool belt of life I love the focus of meditation and quietening the mind but I also on other occasions love to go out for a jog or a run because I I feel that I'm getting my body moving a lot more and then when I can't do that you know for whatever reason then what I will choose to do is put on some music that I can dance to that I can move my body to but I have all these different strategies and sometimes it might be going and having a bubble bath it might be booking in for a massage it might be going to the beach connecting with friends that I know that lift me up and I always feel good after talking to them or spending time with them and we laugh and we laugh at the most stupidest of things but you know it's all good And I choose to eat when I'm in a calmer space. So if I know that I've only got 10 minutes to eat something when I'm on the go, I choose not to eat then. And if I do choose, if I know I've got to eat something because I you know, I haven't eaten all day, then I always carry with me almonds so that I can grab a couple of almonds, eat those and keep going. But a main meal or if I'm thinking that I want to have some chocolate or some chips or some biscuits I go "Mm, no let's just stop and think about when I'm going to eat this and what I'm going to do so food is to fuel your body to give you energy to keep going and when you can change your relationship with food then you will find that and alcohol is a whole other discussion but you will find that when your relationship with food is different, so okay, I require food to fuel my body, as I just said. When I'm stressed, I don't need that extra fuel because I've already got, got a lot of hormones, corticosteroids, adrenaline's already running around. I don't need to fuel it anymore at the moment. So therefore, I've got to do something to bring all that down, calming myself down so I can be clear in my mindset, clear in my thought, habits and patterns. It takes time. I used to binge eat, especially on a Friday. And there's a YouTube video all about that. I used to binge eat. I used to eat the chicken chips and the block of chocolate. It used to take me two days because I was not happy where I was at, but I couldn't kind of put all the dots together initially because sometimes when you're in it, you can't see it clearly. So basically what I learned to do was stop. Stop. And every so often now, 
if I'm stressed and burnt out, what I find is that I will often find myself in the supermarket or at the petrol station and I will be grabbing for those same foods. And I look and I go, well, what am I doing? I don't need those. So I've learned to recognize it. But sometimes we go back to those old habits. We don't even think about it. We just automatically go to that food. We go and choose it. We overeat. We feel sick. We feel nauseous. We didn't get the endorphin release. So it's not working and then that takes us down another level into that stress anxiety emotional state so bringing forward awareness of what you're doing and your habits of when you're stressed and your habits of when you're not stressed and how you feel in both you go all right I want to go from feeling stressed and not overeating to feeling good what can I do what makes me feel good other than eating And when you start to identify those habits and those patterns that that you love to do, that that you feel good, and they don't even need any money, they don't need to cost you anything. Walking out in the garden, doing gardening, (laughs) walking outside is free. It's right there for you, sitting out in the sunshine, closing your eyes and going, oh, this is so nice, this beautiful sunshine. And just a side note, remember to slip, slop, slap. So wear your sunscreen. (laughs) But the point is, there is always something in life that we can do that makes us feel good. But when we're in a heightened state of stress, we go to the first thing. We don't even think. We just go there. We just naturally go, I've got to have something to eat. I really feel like I need a drink or I need this or I need that. No, you don't need it. What you're saying is, I want to feel better. You're, you're wanting to connect and feel safe, feel secure, feel okay. And the food rarely does it. it. Initially it may have, but it doesn't do it long term because it's simply food. You're looking for that emotional shift. So I encourage you to write out a list of all the things that you do whether they cost money or not that you feel good doing and eating is not on the list and drinking alcohol is not on that list okay I want to be really clear about that we're taking food and alcohol off that list I'm also going to take off drugs and cigarettes I might even take off sex Because you want to be there being independent, doing something that helps you shift your energy to feel good, feel calmer, and then you can come back and face whatever that stressor is in a different mindset. And then you will see that you have some solutions. And sure, you may want a coaching session with me or talk to a psychologist or a friend or get some additional support and information. But at the end of the day, it's all about empowering yourself and your strength to know that you can shift your mindset your emotional state at any time now we're all going to have challenges we're all going to have days where we're tired we're exhausted we're emotional and identifying with that and then choosing what you do with that and how long you stay doing something that livens you up You don't even, I call it rainbow and unicorn moments where you don't think about anything. You're just so present in the moment. And the more you can do that, 
the more you will find that when you have a challenge or a change in circumstances or a change in situation, you can go, okay, well, right now, this is what it is. And my response is this. So you're going to choose to respond rather than react. It comes down to mindset, empowering yourself and choosing actions that make you stop, breathe, relax and then choose your next set of words your next action and choosing what empowers you and takes you closer to your goals now if you'd like some more help to manage binge eating emotional eating and shifting that mindset and developing your own personalized strategies and tools reach out visit the website break free with jackie j-a-c-q-u-i.com and let's have a chat because I'm here to support you and empower you to live your best life you've got this here for you each step of the way thanks for listening have an amazing day